Welcome to Cricket Only Better episode 196. I'm Ed Hawkins and we are live. Hair and makeup have been in all week. As finally, Betfair have decided to let you all know what we look like. Here's the surprisingly swarthy Sam Collins dressed to impress with his ODI shirt on. ODI, Hawkins. This is England Test Cricket 1993, I'll have you know. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm not going to get personal. Uh, I'm going to keep this professional because this is indeed the serious business of Test Cricket on the cob. England taking on Ireland this week. That's our feature game. And I suspect that the housewife's choice is actually Paul Krishnamurti of betting.betfair. Hello, Paul. How are you? Hi, Sam. Yeah, very excited to have a bit of Test Cricket and an ODI as well. Lovely. Yeah, I was going to say, thrilled it's back on the menu. And you're you're joined by uh, by the eye candy of the cob, Richard Mann. Hello, Richard. Hello, Sam. Delighted to get this IPL out of the way, finally. Keeping an eye on the time as well, Richard. It's good to see. Um, right, Hawkins, what's on the show? Yeah, we've got team news, pitch reports, strategies, trades, players to follow for England versus Ireland in the Test match, Yorkshire versus Lancashire in the blast, and an ODI between... Sri Lanka and Afghanistan. Lovely stuff. We've got best bets at the end of the show as well. So stay tuned for that. Do give us some love on the podcast provider of your choice. But first, uh, we're just going to go to the to the fellas for a little bit of word on the IPL. Uh, Paul, do you want to start us off? Well, um, two things really stand out. First of all, the um, the what is becoming the golden rule of T20 franchise cricket paid off again, which is uh, franchise pedigree. Um, the last two winners contested the final. Gujarat were the favourites at the start. Um, Chennai won it two years ago. Had a bad, legitimate reasons for a bad season last year. But you know they're the most successful IPL side in history. And this seems to work out in every every tournament, more or less. That it's the one, or two or three pedigree franchises that dominate. Uh, and also, just uh, what a goldmine the runs have been. Um, they said today on a commentary that they've doubled the number of 200-plus first innings um, on the all-time record. And I think, you know, this remains an angle to follow across T20 cricket everywhere. OK. Um, Richard Mann? Yeah, if I can just run with what Paul said, actually. I, I kind of wondered if there was some politics in that. We had some insane finishes, didn't we, in the PSL, some massive scores, 200, 200, pretty much all the time. And we had some poor pitches, I thought, in last year's IPL, but this time around on the back of the PSL, completely different. I definitely think politics played a part. I think a handful of times we had poor pitches this time around, but generally excellent for batting. And I think what we saw in the final was just another reminder that nowadays, however many you get, it probably isn't enough teams. Look, even in the eliminator, Mumbai made a really good fit for a long way of chasing down an insane score against the Titans. And then here in the final, CF CSK have pulled off an incredible heist, really. Titans had a massive score and it still wasn't enough. And I think as the game keeps evolving, particularly in the, the really good tournaments of PSL, the IPL, I don't know what a good score is anymore. Okay. Uh, lovely stuff. Should we get on with the show? I just mentioned uh, uh, Richard Mann saving our blushes, really, for, with the Shubman Gill uh, top tournament mm. back, which cocked way before even the final. Um, uh, because we were all on Gujarat to win that final, and we, we can at least say Richard uh, did come up with the business there. And just to reiterate a lot of what uh, Paul and Rich said, uh, it is tricky to know uh, what a good score is these days, that's for sure. Um 
but angles to follow. I think in the future we were talking about it, Paul, in the week, weren't we, with the with the tie trade and that tie trade at nine point five uh, in that final uh, between GT and CSK. So uh, new angles opening up all the time with these with these bonkers finishes and and runs all over the place. You can move on now, Sam. Sorry. No problems at all. Right, move on. First section proper. We start with England versus Ireland on Thursday, 11am, live on Sky Sports. Betfair exchange prices have England at 1.16, Ireland's at 26. Yes, you heard that correctly. 9.2 the draw. Um, Hawkins, I'm coming back to you for one of your famous lowdowns. Yeah, lowdown. First lowdown, which is live. Going to give you the best possible 11s. Uh, Crawley, Duckett, Pope. Brook, uh, sorry, Root, Brooks, Stokes, Bairstow, Wokes, Broad, uh, Leach and Wood. There's no Anderson or Robinson for England. They've been ruled out. Ireland, McCollum, Moore, Balburnie, the skipper, Tector, Sterling, Tucker, Camphor, Dockrell, Adair. All three can bat there. McBride and we think Hume. Ireland have played only two tests since that 2009 epic, 2019 epic at Lords when England were rolled for 85. Uh, and then Ireland bowled them out for 39. Uh, sorry, Ireland were bowled out for 39 in the fourth, needing 182. I do believe, Sam, we were in Betfair to record a live pod on that that morning when England were getting steamrolled. And if you, if you, sounds, sounds about right, Hawkins. Sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. Bairstow, uh, six red ball innings, Crawley, 11 red ball innings, and Pope, eight red ball innings. Those are guys who've basically had the most match time. Root, absolutely nothing. Stokes, absolutely nothing. Uh, Roots seem to suggest that uh, good preparation for a test series is sitting on the bench in the IPL. I can't have any of that. Uh, the pitch for you in 12 first class, all out scores this summer. There's only been two more than 300. Uh, bowlers to the four, which is how it's been in test matches of late as well. You remember last summer, uh, the bowlers were in charge in the last four tests at HQ, six all out scores. And the highest score has been three, nine, one, four scores have been one, six, five or less all out back to you okay um richard i'm going to come to you first uh, the ashes are known to be sacred um in this this country and yet england are going in completely ridiculously unprepared what is happening there they are but that's just the modern way isn't it we we've got what the next week the world test championship final australia and india most of their players have been preparing in the IPL. No two are match warm-up for them. They'll go in cold. And if you remember the last Test Championship final, India did exactly the same, came over to England and New Zealand, giving them a, a pasting, really, because India were undercooked and they improved throughout that summer. Unfortunately, that's just the way it is. And England, these are this is a massive Test match, I think, for England. I know it's only Ireland, but that middle order is severely undercooked and actually shorter runs. They'll need to spend some time in the middle. And then obviously the bowlers, the fringe bowlers, who we think are going to play, they're going to want to make their, 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 stake their claim for age Baston. So a big few days for a lot of people. Okay, Paul, is there um, an opportunity here for Ireland to trade shorter? Definitely, definitely. Um, what is it about? About twenty-two. I mean, the, the logical reason why they there has to be an opportunity for them to trade short is that the draw is a ridiculous price. You know, the weather's set fair. They haven't been getting any interruptions. England, at the best of the time, don't do draws anymore at the speed they play. We, we know there are low scores at Lords. I, I doubt this will last three days. Certainly four days. So I would have thought to lay the draw at ten point five is what one of those things that you don't like to say, which is free money. 
but it looks like free money. So in which case, the other two prices have to be slightly wrong. And uh, in the case of Ireland, this is a perfect opportunity to back them at 22 or something and get out at 11 W money. Okay, less than three days, says Paul Krishnamurti, ever the optimist. Um, Richard Mann, are you shorting Ingham runs here or maybe Ireland individual runs? I think I'm probably, first innings, I think I might play the extremities on England unders because I think that middle order is undercooked and I think that top order is still vulnerable, specifically the opening pair. And I think in someone like Mark Adair, they're up against a really canny seamer who I think will bowl really well at Lords, actually. So there's potential. And you remember, actually, the first test of last summer against New Zealand, England were horrible in that first innings, big collapse against the Kiwis, and then got better throughout the summer. So I think the first innings might be the time to catch them. But I will only be playing ext- extremities at uh, big prices for a real low score. Okay, um, Paul Krishnamurti, any advice on a tricky runs market? Yeah, I think it's a really obvious under situation. I think that the power line in test cricket is very, very often, more often than not, set too high. The probability of a sub-200 score is always seems to be underestimated. And we've got the numbers here. Um, so Ed mentioned the most recent tests there. And the last and, and the uh, virtually no three, only two 300 scores in uh, county cricket this year. The last 400 scores six years ago. And ever since then, only one in five scores have been 300 plus. Now, it's not an easy thing to predict, but if England back first, I'll be surprised if the par line starts lower than 375 could even be 400, in which case you should be able to get against 300 at about 1.4. And, you know, given what Rich was saying about it being undercooked, about the middle order being vulnerable, remembering what happened in that previous match here, I could see 250 or more being 1.2, maybe shorter than that. Um, and likewise for Ireland, I don't believe that the par line will start lower than 225. It might even be 250. And that's just too high. So again, back a couple of um, underspans there, maybe under 200, under 150. Okay, uh, lovely stuff. Uh, trades, strategies, specials, please, fellas. Uh, Richard, you first. Real simple one for me, just back that island middle order. We've said it time and time again on this show. And I, but I think, think back to last test summer, it was middle order players that were doing all the damage, uh, Bairstow, Root, Stokes for England, then obviously, what was it? Daryl Mitchell, Tom Blundell for New Zealand. Pant and Jadeja made 100 in that one-off test. Top order struggle, but middle order came to the fore. If Ireland are 20 for three here, batting first, that middle order teched to lock and took her. I'm a massive fan. Sterling made runs in the warm-up game against Essex. They could get Ireland to a score. Um, I think that'll be the way all summer, actually. I think the middle order will be the way to go. Okay, Paul Krishnamurti. Um, well, the age-old strategy at Lords, and it paid off against New Zealand last year again, is that the pitch holds up or even gets better. In fact, if memory serves, it did that all summer last year in the England home matches. Um, so I would look at it that way. I would. I think that if, for example, the team batting thirds are well behind in the match. They're probably a good bet at that time before they start the second innings. And likewise, you might get some decent, you might get some opportunities on, on overs. I don't know if they do, if they put out a market, but I'd be interested to see if there's any odds on individual tons in the second innings as well for England. Okay, thanks, Paul. Um, Hawkins, players to follow, please. 
Sorry, my um, mic went off there for a second. That's, I was saying Tucker or Tector, that is the question. Tucker, two, eight, nine runs in his three tests, three to one with Betfair Sports. But Tector is two, eight, five runs in three tests. He's seven to two. They're really not giving us much Betfair Sportsbook on those prices. Suspect, as Richard said, the middle order, lower order is the way to go. So Curtis Camper stands out. He averages 31. He's seven to one with Betfair Sportsbook. Uh, Adair, 10, uh, Adair is uh, someone... We've mentioned previously he's 25 to 1 with Betfair Sportsbook. I also mentioned Fee and Hand at 66 as he can bat. In the Stokes era for England, Harry Brook has four wins in six first innings. So he'll go off at four to one. However, no red ball form whatsoever to speak of. He hasn't faced a ball. Uh, but Pope has. He's got uh, three wins in 13 in first innings in the Stokes era and his 92 with Betfair Sportsbook. Um, and I always mention Joe Root because the record just doesn't stand up for the two to one favourite. He's got one win in 12 and of course has no uh, red ball form at all because he's been sitting on the bench for Royals carrying drinks. Hawkins still loving undermining a Joe Root stat. <laughs> Nothing changes. Um, right, Richard and Paul, your players to follow, please. For Paul first. I think it's pretty much nailed it there. Um, I think film hand, yeah, would be the only one that really struck me as particularly good value in the island market. 60-60, which is probably half that or those odds. And for England, I would say just take your pick out of um, Crawley, Pope and Duckett, one of those three. Um, I haven't got a particular preference. Oh, one other thing, over 2.5 Stuart Broad's wickets in the first innings. I think considering he's going to lead this attack, that's a big price. Okay, Richard Mann. I found the England markets really hard to weigh up because because of so little cricket. I think Chris Walks his his record at Lords is fantastic. He took six wickets in that second innings uh, in two thousand nineteen. His, his Test match hundred came on this ground as well against India. So I think Walks could be primed for a big game. But then you, the caveat is he hasn't played a lot of red ball cricket. But if you think England are going to win, perhaps he's worth a stab at tens. But I do like a couple of Ireland players. I'm a big Lark and Tucker fan. As Ed said, 72 is not giving much away, but perhaps 4-1 to one for a first innings 50 is, if we think middle order is a place to go. And, and in the bowling, I think Mark Adair is just a standout. He's, he's a class act without Josh Little, who, of course, has played in the IPL final. Took six wickets here in 2019, Mark Adair. I think he's a better bowler now. To me, he's the type of bowler who will bowl well at Lords. Top of off stump, real line bowler. I think he'll use the slope well. And he's a he's a seamer. He's a proper seamer. And I think that's the way to go at Lords. So he's a standout. I think he'll have to do a lot of bowling anyway. Okay. Um, Sri Lanka versus Afghanistan still to come. Best bets still to come. So now let's move on to the blast instead. Um, Yorkshire Carnegie versus Lancashire Lightning on Thursday night. Start time 7pm live on Sky Sports. Lancashire expected to be favourites about 1.8 on the bet for exchange, maybe a little shorter. Um, Hawkins, get low down for us, please. Uh, yeah, Yorkshire uh, expected to line up something like this. Lies Milan. Masu Tatasol, wicketkeeper, Revis Thompson. That's Jordan Thompson, the all-rounder. Vitsa, Mike, Bess, Chohan and Fisher. Lancashire, Wells, Bahannon, Croft, Daryl Mitchell, Livingston, De Grandhomme, Bell, the wicketkeeper, Tom Hartley, uh, Luke Wood, who's been doing decent things and could be uh, up for franchise contracts very soon. Saqib, Mahmood, fit again, and Matt Parkinson. Yorkshire have lost three on the spin at the time of recording, and they are conceding at 10 and over so far. We'll tell you why that's important at the moment. Lancashire rolled by spin against the Bears for just 98, all 10 wickets to spin. 
three wins on the spin previously. Uh, Lancashire conceding nine point two and over, so that is good news because Headingley is an absolute road, and uh, Richard and Paul are going to wax lyrical about this. But seven of the last fourteen in T Twenty matches. 200 or more in first innings. That's probably the only reason why we may be previewing this blast game. Okay, um, thanks, Hawkins. Uh, Paul, let's get to you on this runs betting on first innings. Uh, great news that first, uh, both teams are leaky in the field, but how do we play this? Because presumably the market will be wise. Well, this gets cuts to the point we were discussing earlier. I don't think the market will necessarily be wise. I don't think the market has wised up to these higher scores. And here we are, you know, given what we see in the IPL and the PSL, here we are going to probably the best ground in England for big scores, a place where really anything's possible. Um, like Ed mentioned that 50, so that 50% of, of the last first seven, 14 first teams were 200 plus. That's the same as Ahmedabad. Right, with that fifty percent of the first innings going into the semi-final were um, two hundred plus, and yet they set the pole line at one eighty-five, and we've ended up comfortably beating two hundred. So again, I think you'll get good odds on two ten, two twenty, and you know this is a, I, w- I wouldn't be afraid of having a go at two forty, two fifty here. It's definitely possible ahead of them. Okay, um, Richard, as our resident Yorkshireman, who wins this game? Um, unfortunately, I'm going to have to say Lancashire. Yorkshire have been poor, really poor. It looks a, a, a moderate T20 outfit to me. And, and to be honest, I've, I've come into this and I will be betting runs, um, but it's just Yorkshire's flaky form, really, that's putting me off. I think Lancashire will be far too strong. Back to Paul Krishnamurti. Um, presumably a straightforward trade on the side batting first here uh, because they shortened dramatically with big runs on the, the board. Yeah, exactly. Same principles before. The market doesn't wise up, you know, take those to take those two IPL games we've just seen. The market still assumed that these were huge totals. And okay, the first one got defended, the 2-3-3, but it wasn't easy, as Rich mentioned. And this one today, um, Ed and I were discussing at the break when they hit 2-14 Gujarat. That wasn't such a great score, yet they were nearly 3-1 to one at that point, Chennai. Okay, thanks very much. Hawkins, uh, you have spotted something on sixes, I gather. Yeah, it was just early days, of course, in the blast, and it's a very, very short study sample. But we did talk about the blast preview last show and mentioned Lancashire and Yorkshire being high echelon in terms of boundary percentages, and and there wasn't that much between them. And Yorkshire have gone off much quicker. They're averaging 9.3, albeit from three games, sixes per games, that is. And Lancashire down at 5.5. I just suspect that... Yorkshire are going to be significant outsiders with Betfair Sportsbook on most sixes um, or something similar on the exchange as well. And it might be a little bit closer to that than that. So uh, just to bear something in mind. Anything else on your mind, Richard Mann? Um, players to follow, maybe? No, my main focus will be both teams to score 200 or both teams to score 180, 190 and 200, depending on what prices we get. I think the... Two poor attacks, but they do have decent spin options. But heading is such a hard place to ball spin. You just go the distance. Both seam attacks look pretty weak to me. I know Lancashire have got Luke Wood. Um, and I think if Yorkshire can click with the bat, 200 for both teams is definitely in play here. Maybe even 210. So just keep your eyes on those prices. 
Um, Hawkins, back to you. Well, yeah, well, just picking up on what Richard said there, you know, it's a difficult place to bowl spin. Yorkshire are going to be caught between two stools, perhaps, because Lancashire are now going to be smashed with spin from all sides because of what Birmingham did. People are going to reckon that's a weakness. So uh, do Yorkshire fall into that trap? If so, Dominic Besson attacking expensive spinner could be trying to prey on those Lancashire spin weaknesses uh, that Birmingham throw up. So perhaps he might be a bit of value on top bowler for Yorkshire. Birmingham, what a load of nonsense. Right. Um, <laughs> thank you, Hawkins. La- Yorkshire versus Lancashire is done. Um, we've still got Sri Lanka versus Afghanistan and the best bets. So do stay tuned. When you bet fair on racing, you get daily rewards. So any day can be a big deal. Like with our racing multiples offer. So if you like to dabble in doubles or flirt with lucky 15s, get extra places on horse racing any day this week. Daily rewards with Betfair. We're not each way market only. Place part of each way bets, settle at 1.5 odds. Select UK and Ireland races. TCC supply. 18 plus. Be gambleaware.org. Don't forget to check out betting.betfair, by the way, for previews of England versus Ireland, including stats-based picks on the side markets. Um, now then, Sri Lanka versus Afghanistan, an ODI from Hamban Tota on Friday, 5.30am, um, godly hour. Earthly early show on Betfair Exchange has um, Sri Lanka at 1.46. Uh, suspect Paul Krishnamurti may be laying that, but um, first, let's go to Hawkins for a lowdown. Yeah, possible 11s for you. This will go with Sri Lanka first. Nisanka, Nuan Indu, Kusal, Angelo Matthews, Asalanka, Dan and Jared, De Silva, Shanaka, the uh, skipper after his IPL stint should be available. Hasaranga, Karen Naratni, Theek Shana coming back from IPL as well. Rajitha or Patharana. Now, Patharana's never played an ODI. Uh, so Sri Lanka keen to look at him, no doubt, uh, in this series. They haven't picked their squad yet, so we're a bit blind uh, Shalag are always naming squads late, probably the day before. Uh, Afghanistan have named their squad and we expect them to line up like this. Gerbaz, Ibrahim, Zadran Ramat, Shahidi, Najibullah, Nabi Omarzai, Rashid Khan, Noor, Mujib and Faruqi or Farid with the ball. There's no Naveen or Hack, Paul, sorry. Uh, in this ODI squad. Uh, Sri Lanka versus Afghanistan met in November. It was a 1-1 draw with one washout. 294 and 313 by Afghanistan batting first. They defended the first one reasonably easily in the washout they were heading to defeat. They only made 228. Uh, pitch only been one ODI there in the last five years, so we're blind again. Uh, Sri Lanka made 345 versus West Indies. West Indies won fail 184 all out, and all six wickets went to spin. So pretty much standard Sri Lankan stuff. Um, big question marks about whether Sri Lanka go off as short as that, Paul Krishnamurti, but um, that Afghanistan lineup looks pretty decent, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it does. I, I don't think they'll go off at 1.46. I think that will drift out to like 1.55, 1.6, but that's still a late. Um, I don't see that much between them. That previous one all probably would have been 2-1 without the second innings getting washed out, but... I don't think there's that much between them. Sri Lanka haven't named a squad yet, which hardly bodes well for um, back in a short odds on chance. And also, I think there'll be a lot of runs in this. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. And I think um, that in that situation, you possibly want to bet back a better bowling attack. And I think Afghanistan probably slightly have the edge in that department. Okay. Um, warming up 
for the World Cup uh, in later in the year in India. Um, Afghanistan contenders for a trade on that outright, Richard Mann, currently 65 on the Betfair Exchange. No, not, not for me. I th- Paul's right, it's an excellent bowling attack, but I, I just don't think the batting's consistent enough yet to make them contenders in any, any ICC event. I, I happen to disagree with Paul here, actually. I think Sri Lanka will be worth, worthy favourites. I, I think they're going the right way in this format. So, so no, I'm not with Afghanistan at all. Okay, I love it. Our first uh, live fight between Paul Krishnamurti <laughs> and Richard Mann. Um, Paul Krishnamurti, I was going to ask you what to do with innings runs, um, whether we swerve it as there's so little data, but I presume you want to just deliver a straight smackdown back to Richard Mann first. No, 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 no. I, I, I mean, I, I haven't got a particularly confident opinion, and it's oh. have been going the right way. I'd just be worried that both sides have got so many players coming back from IPL, and they haven't even named a squad yet Sri Lanka, so... I just don't think it's a reliable odds on chance. Um, on the innings runs, there is a little bit more data if you go further back, right? So um, there's been five 50 over games here. Four of them produced 300 plus in the first innings, including a 345 and a 368. And then there was a 35 over game where they went up just under seven and, seven and over. So I think that. 300 plus is very much within range. And I reckon it'll actually be good odds. I reckon Paul will go off about 270. So you'll probably get two to one. Or certainly, I think for maybe Sri Lanka, maybe you'll get about 2.8, 2.9 for 300 plus. And I think Afghanistan could be even as much as 4.0 to get that. So I think that would be a good bet. Okay. Okay. Um, trades, strategies, specials, please. Uh, Richard first, then Paul. Yeah, I, to be honest, I'm going to sit this one out for the first game. I, I had a good think, actually. I just For me, I don't think there's enough data on the ground. So so I am out, as they would say, in Dragon's Den. Easy game, easy game. Um, Paul Krishnamurti. Yeah, so just building on what I said before about the runs, um, this is 50 over cricket, so I'm going to employ my um, middling strategy. So in this case, I said back 300 plus, and then take another high band, let's say 320 plus. And in both cases, I'll look to lay that back 20 runs higher at 75% of the odds. So ideally, you get them both laid back at, say, 320 and 340, and anything from 300 to 340 would be a nice chunk. Okay, thank you. Paul Hawkins, players to follow. Uh, yeah, well, uh, Ibrahim Zadran is, is a real player. Uh, 162 against Sri Lanka in November. He's just a class above everybody else. You might get 11 to 4 with best best sportsbook, maybe. Uh, but he, he really should be a very short favourite to, to win this market. Uh, top Afghan run scorer. Avishka and Kusal got tons versus West Indies at the last game there at this venue. Um, and those are probably the only pointers, really. But Ibrahim really is a top-notch player. Any more for any more? Paul, Richard? I would just say, um, well, I, I mean, I think he's right about Ibrahim Zatran, but I wouldn't be shocked to see him at 7-2 plus. It often happens with Afghanistan, and he might be the odds boost player, so you might get those odds. Um, and you mentioned Naveen Al-Hak's not playing. Now, to me, that's a result, because it means I can just pick Fazal Hak Farooqi instead, because normally when they pick them both, I never know which one to pick. But hopefully with Rashid in the side, Mujib, um, you'll get 7-2 plus about Farooqi. Okay, Richard Mann? Yeah, Ibrahim Zadram, class act. And I think this is his format. 
probably a little bit disappointed with him when they played a T20 series against Pakistan, but this is his format. And the other one, and, and I'm interested to get Paul's view because I know he's a big fan, Dasan Shanaka, do we go in here against what is a weaker opposition? Because he is in the middle order, he'll probably come in five or six, but I think it's a good enough Afghanistan attack to take early wickets. If he's, if he's what, eight, ten to one, Paul, we've got to be playing, haven't we? I'd, uh, yeah, I think that's what I'd want. I'd want eight or ten to one because of the... Um, you know, they're playing a lesser side. The other thing is, because I think there'll be a lot of runs, I've got a feeling that one of those openers, one of that top three will get a big score for both sides. So I, yeah, I would want eights plus, but, you know, he is generally great value. I, th- I think the thing with that bet is you know that the odd game, you're not going to get a run for your money. Someone's going to make a score at the top, but over time, it, it generally pays. Yeah, definitely. Okay, lovely stuff. Um, thanks, guys. Now... It's the best bit. Uh, the winning picks from our selection of games is the best bets, but we start with the five-point challenge. Um, here's Hawkins with, with an explainer. Yep, every week a challenger comes forward with five points to spend on the games we've covered here on the Cob. And if they make a profit, its winner stays on. And we all hail Eddie Rivers, who has been on a four-week streak. He's back again, just as we record, um, as we await find out how his uh, outright favours went in IPL. But, uh, how does Paul... he get away without being on camera? <laughs> <laughs> yes, maybe. Uh, maybe we'll try and get... Maybe he should have his own show, but um, if he makes if he makes uh, five weeks, he'll have his uh, a spin-off special, uh, Sam. Uh, Paul, Krishnamurti and Richard Mann with their points in a second, but Rivers of Gold Eddie has gone for... One point, Harry Brook, top England run scorer in that first innings against Ireland. There's four to one with Betfair Sportsbook. He's got one point, England over 450 first innings runs going against the tide that we've been uh, talking about on this show. We think it's going to be a struggle for England, perhaps, to get up to that score. One point on Daryl Mitchell, top Lancashire bat versus Yorkshire. A two-point double on Lancashire and Sri Lanka versus Afghanistan. So those are his Best picks over to Paul Krishnamurti for your five points, and then we'll go to Richard Mann. Thank you. Okay, so these are all on innings runs bets. I'm going to have 1.5 points Ireland to score under 200 in the first innings. I'll have 1.5 points on whoever bats first at Sri Lanka and Afghanistan to get 300 plus, and then in the Lancashire Yorkshire game, I'll have. One point on 210 or more runs and one point on 220 or more runs. Okay, then. Yeah, so in the England-Ireland test, I'm going to have two points. Mark Adair, top of Ireland, Bolo at 9-4. I'm going to have one point on Larkin Tucker to make a first innings 50 at 4-1. to one. And then my final two points, both teams to score 200 runs when Yorkshire play Lancashire on Thursday. Lovely stuff. Thanks, Paul Richard. Great picks there for you all to follow. And that does it for Cricket Only Better, episode 196, live. Uh, We're back in your ears and your eyes next week. From Tuesday, we're going to be previewing the World Test Championship final. Don't forget to check out betting.betfair for all your cricket needs in between then. And we'll see you next week. 